0: Hurt takes the slam. He's back. He's going to run. He's in touchdown. Jaylen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it
1: is AJ Brown again. Another touchdown. Welcome back to another episode of the Link lineup. I think we're on episode seven. <laughs> we're going to rock with it, or eight. Um, but yeah, with the or, uh, nine. or nine or nine for sure. Uh, but uh, football's back, and uh, so are we. We can't. We're we're coming back off of a two week vacation because there's absolutely nothing to talk about, and uh, we're back. Football starts Sunday. Actually, started last night. Um, which, if you're an Eagles fan, it hurt to watch. If you watched the first three minutes of that uh, program, you saw the uh, the banner. Uh, being uh, revealed, and uh, it brought back some uh, some tough spots, some sore spots. Um, but it's okay. It's new year, new us, and uh, the road to Las Vegas begins Sunday against the Patriots. Um, I believe it's the Tom Brady Ring of Honor game. So you know, the the fans in Foxborough will be crazy. I think, um, but who knows. You know, they might boom so just <clears throat> to get this thing started Bryce uh, we're gonna talk about the injuries so uh, give us the uh, the injury report
2: so as of today the Eagles had two players on their injury report uh, both corners uh, Josh job and Mario Goodrich both had an illness that they were limited in practice earlier in the week and today they are both full. They had both had a full practice. So it looks like they will be good to go on Sunday. Nice. Um, as for the Patriots, <clears throat> they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven players on injury report. Uh, Mike on, on when you uh, right guard, he is limited with an ankle. He's questionable for the game on uh, Sunday Cole strange. Knee injury, questionable for Sunday. Uh, Offensive tackle Trent Brown, uh, he had an illness earlier in the week. He had a full practice uh, today, so looks like he might be good to go. Uh, Wide receiver Devontae Parker, uh, he was limited in the week with a knee injury, uh, questionable uh, for the game on Sunday. Uh, Cornerback Jack Jones uh, had a hamstring injury. Uh, He did not practice today, and his status is out for the game. Uh, The new one that popped up recently on the injury report is Ramondre Stevenson. He had a illness and he did not practice today. So looks like he might be questionable for a, for Sunday. Pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. That's, that's the big one. And then Matt Corral, uh, he was out of practice today with a non-injury related reason. So.
1: All right, that's, uh, that's the injury report brought to you by Bryce Haynes. Uh, so uh, looking at that, the Eagles go into the season like they you know, exited last year, fully healthy. Um, so the Eagles have been, had like this awesome like past of just no big injuries and knocking on wood right now. Hopefully it stays that way. Uh, I do think there is some type of science or maybe magic or voodoo behind it. And I hope I hope nobody gets hurt, man, because that could derail a season quicker than anything. So I'm glad the Eagles are, are healthy so far. I didn't suffer anything crazy in the preseason uh, slash training camp. Um, but you know, going into this game, um, we'll start with the Patriots offense because that's what I'm the most familiar with. Um, you know, starting off with Mac Jones, I think he's a very average quarterback. If if that. You know, he, I think he, made the, he made the Pro Bowl once, maybe twice. So, you know how the Pro Bowl is now. It's just it's kind of kind of
2: there. It's not really like a
1: big thing anymore.
2: Popularity contest.
1: Yeah, or it's just, you know, you're 10th on the, the list and the other seven, eight guys above you were like, I don't want to do this. So, you're like, yeah, sure. Cool, I'll do it. Um, but, you know, Mac Jones, during his career so far, I believe this is third, third year maybe. Third, fourth year, he just has an impression. about to be his third, third year. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad we have you. Uh, for those of you who have watched us, Josh is now the stat guy, um, so he will correct us if we say anything dumb or incorrect. So we have that going for us now. Definitely improved. Um, so going forward, facts. Um, but yeah, Mac Jones just wasn't good. He got benched last year for Billy Zappi. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, just just doesn't seem like he he's going to like elevate a team. And with his receiving core, it doesn't seem like they did anything to help Mac Jones out either. Because uh, let me tell you something: Juju Smith-Schuster is not that that great of a wide receiver. Uh, Devontae Parker has like will have a game once a year where he will just go off, and then he will go back into hiding. And the rest of the guys. Um, they aren't that great either. So, you know, they added Mike Josecki. Jacecki, good God. Um, he's just a glorified tight end that plays in the slot cause he can't block. It's a slow slot guy. So he's not, he's not that great. So like, where does the offense come from? I have the answer. Ramondre Stevenson. That, that is your answer for this team. And it kind of plays in with the, what the Eagles faced last year, which was they weren't great against the run. And so, if you have a good to elite running back, we're still kind of nervous. We're still nervous just because what we witnessed last year—you know, we we watched teams run all over us up until towards the end there. Um, but but yeah, the the Ramondre Stevenson—they added Zeke, which. What? Who knows? Who knows? That's what happened. But uh, you know, Bryce, give me give me your opinion on this uh, Patriots offense. I know I didn't touch the offensive line at all. I don't think their offensive line is great either. From the names I'm reading, I'm not too familiar with any of them really. But what is your opinion on this this offense going up against our defense?
2: <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, like you, you, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot to improve from last year, Uh, they signed a handful of guys to their offense, but it wasn't names that you felt confident that they could contribute to winning a division or even making a run in your division. I think this is definitely the worst offense that's in that division in the uh, AFC East. Um, But their offensive line play, for some reason – I think it may just be a kind of a Bill Belichick thing. Patriots offensive line is usually decent. I mean, it's not bad. Um, if I'm cor- correct, but do they still have David Andrews?
1: Yep. He's still a center.
2: Yeah, uh, that's one name that uh, has stuck around for them for a while, and he's been pretty been a pretty good center for for quite a quite a few years now. Um, Trent Brown being being healthy uh that's that's their uh that's another key guy on their offensive line um but yeah I uh, I'm just not real confident in their weapons Ramondre Stevenson being questionable for game time uh, for one doesn't help me because I have him on my fantasy team uh two um he's he is their highlight of their offense at this moment um you could you saw he kind of Took over last year from Damian Harris, took snaps away from him. Um, but yeah, man, they didn't do a whole lot to uh, make themselves better. Pretty sure yeah. they still have Hunter Henry as a tight end. They do. They do. Uh, older guy now, but he was good for a while, but I don't know. They just didn't do a whole lot to surprise me, I guess.
1: Yeah. And so, for those of you watching, this is going to be the hardest episode to really like dive in and talk about because all we have is expectations and what we have last year, right? So, like, what they did last year, even though I think last year wasn't Patricia their offensive coordinator. So, I'm pretty sure he was. Fact check I that think one. So, fact check that one. Yeah, yep, we need that one. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure he was because it was either this it was either this past year or the year before, and they got who they got? they got Bill O'Brien now, right?
2: Yeah, yeah Billy O'Brien. Bill O'Brien now. Uh, yeah. uh, Jared Mayo is actually their defensive coordinator now. I know that much, yeah. or has been for a while.
0: Well, so Matt Patricia called plays for them last year, but he was technically a senior football advisor and offensive line coach.
1: Well. That's weird to have a uh, guy not your he's offensive coordinator. Yeah. first not off, yeah, that, coach. and then you have a, this guy who's not your offensive coordinator calling plays. That's weird. So anyway, the point still stands, even though if he wasn't the offensive coordinator, he still called plays. And so, so last year it's kind of, it's, you know, you're kind of saying like, hey, you know, they had a terrible play caller because he probably wasn't the greatest. Because why? Why is he calling plays on the offensive side?
2: Um, I mean, it, it showed why he was in Detroit. Because I'm pretty sure he was calling plays there too, yeah, and when he was the head coach for a little bit,
1: maybe he should stop calling offensive plays and just worry about the defense. Which
2: guess what? He's
1: uh, he's doing with us, right? He's not calling plays, but he's he's there on defense. You know, just to put yeah. that out there, um, like an
2: advisor or something.
1: Yeah, and there is this possibility,
2: big, big component for this week for sure.
1: Yeah, here's here's the possibility. Yeah. He's he's a double agent. He's going to sabotage the game. So. That, that's what could happen. Uh, he could quit after week one and go right back to the Patriots, and they could pull a nice little gotcha on us. Um, I, don't think, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but who knows? Um, uh, so, Josh, is there was there was their offense like top fifteen in anything last year? Uh, I know maybe like the rushing attack might have done something, but as far as, like passing goes, I definitely don't think they did anything because their top receiver was probably what was it last year. Oh, Jacoby Myers, probably.
0: Jacoby uh, Myers, yeah. yeah. Who um, no, they lost? Passing, they weren't top 15 in passing or rushing, actually, uh, mm-hmm. in just about anything. Completion percentage, they were top 15 and yards per pass. But uh everything else is like in the late teens at best for rushing and
2: receiving. Yards per pass is kind of surprising to me. That's crazy. Because <laughs> yeah.
1: my comment was going to be... I oh. remember,
2: like, no chunk plays from them, hardly last year, but...
1: Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't just know, it's six and a half. Oh, so that's... I don't
2: know.
0: I don't know. That's fourteenth best.
1: Well, whatever, you know, that's cool. Good, good job, good job. I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh, I, you... I, it's
2: hard for me. It's, it, I'll just say this: it's kind of hard for me to hold that against them. Like, because when you revert back to, you got to remember who you had calling plays last year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but that's a big at thing. the
2: same time, at the same time. Uh, I'm a huge Alabama football fan, and Bill O'Brien was the offensive coordinator for Alabama last year. Sucked. Awful. Bad. Not good. It was really, really bad. Ran a lot of screens. Did not work. Uh, Pretty sure that was the first year that – or maybe second year that we missed the college football playoff, and he was a very big reason because of that.
1: You guys missed the playoffs? Yeah. It was was TCU, TCU, Georgia. Michigan. Oh yeah, Michigan and uh who else was Ohio it? Ohio State. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then TCU beat Ohio State? No.
2: No, TCU no. beat Michigan. Georgia beat Ohio State because the uh, Ohio State's kicker missed the field goal.
1: Oh yeah. That's
2: right. The, the, uh, anyway, CJ Stroud had the game of his life. <laughs>
1: I remember that. I remember that. Yep. It's coming back to me. Anyway, back to this game. Josh, anything you want to add about the mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots uh, offense?
0: Um, Yeah, just a fun fact about Mike Jasicki uh, in high school. My friends tried to dunk on him when their team, when their high schools played against each other, and Mike Jasicki pinned it against the backboard.
2: Oh, wow. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's crazy, actually. That's cool.
0: <laughs> Got a video of it. everything. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'll see if I can get it. We can, like, throw it on at the end of the pod or
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> it happens.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I well, mean... I've always been a big Mike Deseke guy. When he was at Penn State, I thought he was, like, this crazy upcoming tight end. I was like, this dude's going to be insane in the league. <laughs> I don't know. It might just be his gritty that cracks me up. <laughs>
1: that, that's bad. No one else, no one <laughs> else is bad. Picking him up in fantasy, and he does absolutely nothing for you the whole year.
2: So, yeah.
1: Might have a suck. I have a source. spot. Yeah, I've been on. there, too. Um, but to kind of sum this all together, uh, you know, they had, they had to face the Eagles' pass rush, which is obviously the bread and butter. Super excited about Jalen Carter, you know, coming into the league and falling against him playing Tom more than, like, a couple series. And then, you know, what's cool is in the preseason, they double-teamed Jalen Carter, right? Once they saw what he could do. They can't double-team him now, right? Yeah. Because you got Joshua Hassan Reddick. And then I'm not going to throw Jordan Davis in there because he's not like this big pass rusher. But you got Fletcher Cox who can do something, hopefully. Um, so like do you think Bryce this line can slow down
2: the Eagles pass rush, or do you think it'll be too much for him? Uh to me, I think it's it might be like uh because I was reading a lot of reports and stuff like that and uh listening to podcasts. And I did a little bit of my own research about it. Um, This is probably one of the most favorable matchups that the Eagles are going to have when it comes to defensive line versus offensive line play uh, this year. Um, It just, it plays really well into the Eagles' hands because like you were talking about, uh, you're not going to be able to double-team Jalen Carter or you're not going to be able to double-team Fletcher Cox um, because like the moment, Say, take for instance, you double team Jalen Carter, you're leaving more established pass rushers that are in this league uh, in one on one situations, which you leave Hassan Reddick one on one or Josh Sweat one on one nine times out of 10, they're probably going to win that battle. Um, uh, Jordan Davis, uh, to me, I believe if he ever was a- able to face a one on one matchup, I believe he'd win that too. Just, uh, like you said, boy. he's not really much – yeah, he's not, he's not much of a pass rusher, but when it comes down to just bigger, who's bigger, stronger, and faster, uh, Jordan Davis is probably going to win that battle. Um, but, no, I think, uh, I think this defensive line is going to be a – it's going to be what carries this team all year long. Uh, this is where this team makes its money. This is where this team invests their money. And off in in the trenches, so um, it's got to come out and show up and be ready to play on Sunday. And if they can, uh, I believe the Eagles win by a pretty big margin. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want st- to I want to stick to the Eagles pass us. I'm pass it over to Josh. Josh, I got a question for you. Do you think that this year's defensive line is better than last year's, or do you think we're just more excited about this year's?
0: I think it's probably better. I mean, I think it's deeper. I think we have, I mean, obviously losing Javon Hargrave is tough, but I think Jalen Carter is an excellent replacement for the time being. I don't know if he's going to match Hargrave's individual production from last year, but also having Jordan Davis a year, older a year, more experienced, um, Hassan Redick, and uh, just you an extra year in our system. Um, even though we do have a new DC, um, you know, Nolan Smith is uh, another factor in that. I I completely
2: forgot about about Nolan.
0: So, uh, I mean, I know he's not technically defensive line, but, uh, you know, it just adds to the pass rush. And uh, yes, I think overall we're going to be more, I mean, it's tough to say that we're going to be more productive because we were just so productive last year, but I think we have the potential to be, and I think we are
2: better than last year. I got a bold prediction for this game. Uh, give me Milton Williams two sacks.
1: But you I only like you're only saying that because he waved. I you. love milk, man. He waved at love you,
2: milk, man. <laughs> can I can <give> <laughs> wave at you this
1: year too. Um, I do want to say this uh, since we talked about Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave is a fantastic, fantastic pass rusher. In our system, he was not great against the run. Insert Jalen or er, Jalen Carter. Yeah, for example, Jalen Carter. Insert him. Who can do it all? Plus, you got Jordan Davis there. Hopefully, now it it seems like we're more willing and ready to face the run compared to last year. So we might not have as many sacks maybe this year, but I feel like we'll be more of a complete defensive line um, compared to last year. So
2: um, I got a got a quick question for you, Chase. Um, do you think? So you take back to last year. The only reason we signed them was because Jordan Davis went down. Um, could you see us maybe making uh, a signing for like a like a run stopper later in the year if our run defense kind of ends up the same as it was last year? A uh, little shaky at first. Uh, because I think – I honestly think Linval Joseph and Adama Kansu, they brought a lot of leadership, and they made some good plays when they were here. I
1: remember – so, story time. I remember – they was our first game against the uh the Colts. Colts. Yep. Okay. I remember. So I remember watching Linval Joseph clog up a hole instantly against Jonathan Taylor. And I was like, hey, look at there. Obviously that wasn't our best game yet, like still, but you know, it it, it was it was an improvement compared to what we saw because we saw running backs run all over us last year.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, both of them actually combined for a sack that game too. Oh yeah? Okay. That's right. I remember, that. I, remember that. I remember that. I
1: wish I had the stats to uh to uh you know to look up the running backs uh, rushing yards uh, last year against us, that first like seven, eight games. Um but uh you know he's on it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be uh it'll be interesting because uh you know if we do, to answer your question, if we do have a subpar rushing defense, um Did I believe- you see us
2: bring back one of them two?
1: Yeah, so I just want to say, I think Howie was like, hey, you know, we, if we need you, we need you. And so they're like they're, – they're hanging out. You know, they don't want to take football too seriously. They don't want to do training camp. They don't want to do the whole
2: – seen – yeah, because I've I, I seen a report. I listened to an interview uh and Sue had earlier in the offseason, and he was like, man, I'd love to come back to Philly. He said, I loved it here. It was it was awesome to play here. And I don't know, I, I really like what they brought to the team more than their play because it seemed like the team – really like embraced them, brought them in because I mean, uh, they kind of stepped up as leaders when they were here for that second for that second wave of D lineman. They kind of took charge of it. And hell, there was a couple of games Linval started. Uh, I remember him out on the starting drives, but um I I really liked him last year. I was kinda hoping they'd bring one of the two back. Yeah. Linval's thick. Uh Josh Cut Linval's a big dude. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so I have the game-by-game game breakdown. I don't have, like, the averages before and after. That's fine. Um, looks like the five weeks before we signed Sue and Joseph, we gave up. It was looking like around 140 yards a game, maybe even a little more. Uh, after that, we only had one game that we gave up over 129.
1: Who Who were the games before? I don't we play the Packers. It was
0: So the five games right before were Arizona, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Houston, and then Washington.
1: Packers were after. Packers. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps, we signed but, in, too, there were two games uh, after.
2: There was, there was like a three-game spell where you're facing, like, really good running backs. Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, and, and Jones. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon.
0: Yeah. yeah, we did very well. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. So, against the Colts, we gave up 99 yards. against the that
2: came from a six. chunk play, though. That was like a chunk run. Yeah, because yeah, remember, he had, like, 50 yards.
1: Yeah, he had, like, 50-something yards in the first quarter. We're like, oh, here we go again, Then nothing happened afterwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he had... Yeah, they had 99 yards on 26 attempts. Uh, Green Bay had 106 on 21, and Tennessee had 87 on 21. So hey,
1: we, I remember that. Derrick that game, Henry
2: got his ass shut. down he was again.
1: he was a non-factor. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so move on. We'll go. We'll go back a little bit. A little bit. Um, the linebackers. We can talk about all day long about how, you know, it's a question mark. Same with the safeties, but we'll stick with what we know for sure. The cornerbacks. Is there any Bryce? Is there any body that scares you when it comes to like our cornerbacks? Like, could Juju, you know, beat James Bradbury again, or, uh, you know, can uh, who else we got?
2: Kendrick Bourne could he uh could he uh, beat Darius Slay? So Kendrick Bourne is probably the one player in that in that receiving core that has explosive ability, uh, kind of maybe take the top off of defense. Which Kendrick Bourne is not really known for that. But he's he's more athletic than anybody else that's in that receiving room. Um, there was a report came out earlier in the week that Juju's knee could explode at any point. So if I'm a Patriots fan, I don't like to hear that. Nope. Um, uh, Devonte Parker, who's I mean, he's just a big guy. Uh, Said one year, one game receiver. a year, one game a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's not this game. Hopefully. Um, but uh, I like where our cornerback room sits, man. Um, I like that I like our I like the age. Um, I like the athleticism that's in our cornerback room. Um, James Bradbury and Darius Slay, I think they've done a tremendous job being mentors to the the younger corners that's in the room. And I think that that shows through Josh Job's play in this preseason and training camp. Uh, Josh Job has stepped up tremendously. I, I always thought Josh Job, Wasn't a great corner at Alabama. He was built like a safety. Um, I always thought if he made that transition to safety, he'd be a lot better player. But uh, it seems that, like, when he got to the league, he was just going to make it as a special teams guy. But it looks like this year he's upgraded tremendously on his coverage ability, his man coverage ability in his own. And uh, he's kind of got settled into the NFL game. I'd be very confident in Josh Job is say if one of our outside guys did go down for a game or two. I think he could step in and he could play well enough to hold his own. Um, but no, man, I don't I don't see anybody in that receiving court just absolutely giving us fits. Uh, Tyquan uh, Thornton actually, they're they're rookie from last year uh, from Baylor. Dude's a blazer in speed. Uh, he's might be a guy that could. Let me backtrack on the Kendrick Bourne thing. He's probably the guy that's in that room that could absolutely torch you deep, but
1: but um, he's not playing, really. He's on. Didn't IR. know that.
2: Oh, gotcha. I believe he's on four week IR, short term IR. Yeah, he is on IR. Our... Okay, well, let me fast forward back to my Kendrick Bourne thing. Yeah, he's probably the only one that's going to play that could absolutely take the top off of defense. But uh, I don't know, man. I feel confident going into this game.
1: Uh, I will say I know you said you you'd feel confident if
2: Josh Job goes in
1: there. I'd feel confident if Josh Job goes in there, and Eli Ricks goes in there. Now, if keely Ringo has to play, uh, then that's where that's where we get a little little shaky. But I feel like we have a great like we have great depth right there, and yeah. so I'm not worried. Um, I I'd, I'd be very interested to see what happens later on, especially if like.
2: Playing time does become available for the younger guys. I want to see how they respond. Yeah, I do too. Because okay. uh, like Mario Goodrich, I don't really remember him making a lot of plays in preseason. I was kind of surprised that he made the 53. Uh, they may just like what they see from him athletically and stuff like that. But I I honestly think it's maybe slot corner depth because Avante Maddox has been known to go down and miss a couple games. Yep.
1: Every fourth game.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's always during a game that he's playing exceptionally well, too. Like, he'll he'll get got hurt a game last year. Yeah, he was flying all over the field that game, and next thing you know, he's hurt. He hurt himself
1: on a good play, too. That's whenever he uh he attacked Dak and got him.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got turf toe, and apparently that toe was pretty grew, so yeah. <laughs> just messed it up pretty bad. Uh,
1: so, one of the biggest questions going into week one. I think we can make a fun little game here. Not really a game, but who do we think is A, going to start opposite of Reed Blankenship, and B, who's going to have the most snaps opposite of Reed Blankenship? Josh, give me your answer. Is both A and B the same answer, or is it going to be different answers? Uh,
0: that's a good question. I think it's going to be the same answer. Okay. Uh, I think it's I think it'll probably end up I don't know. I really love Sydney Brown. Yeah,
1: we everybody does. Everybody does. But yeah. I can almost guarantee the house that I'm living in right now it won't be Sydney Brown.
0: It probably won't be. Probably won't. Won't. Uh, I want oh yeah, I want to say it would be him, but
1: I don't think it will be. Uh just to, I guess I'm, I'm I'm picking Justin Evans. I think Justin Evans will be. That's who
2: I was gonna. That's what I was gonna pick. Too. And I'm they, actually they excited. Seem, they seem really, really high on Justin Evans. Um, I didn't initially think he was gonna make the fifty-three. I didn't think it was gonna happen, but he played pretty well in training camp and preseason. Yeah, that that, first
1: game, that first game,
2: remember him, dude? He was flying everywhere, dude. He was he wasn't trying to just hit people. He was trying to run through people, and I. What does that say about Terrell Edmonds, though? That's my thing. Because he's like the more established one in the league in that room. I, I mean,
1: it'll probably end up being him, if we're being
2: honest. I feel like it's going that, to be That him. was my pick, yeah. yeah.
1: I like I, – I think they Are you actually... still confident in that, though?
2: Because it's like – uh, Like, like, as, like the as in like – like like Upside compared to what you could have with somebody else with him is, I guess, what I'm asking.
1: I think you know what you're going to get with him. I think you yeah. I think where like Justin Evans could I think I think Justin Evans has a not a super high ceiling, but he has like a high ceiling, but he also has like a like a severe low floor Yeah. Right now. So yeah. if you can get Justin Evans to play like a little bit up here, like a little bit above like the in between mark, I think we have we have a still. But at the end of the day, I think Sidney Brown will be the the starting safety by the end of the year, unless he just which I don't think he will. Um, but, you know, this defense is also going in week one with a huge question mark because who knows what we're going to bring as far as scheme. And maybe we blitz more. Uh, all I know is it can't be any worse than Jonathan Gannon. Please don't make me regret that because if I have to come back here, look this camera in its eye and say, I miss Jonathan Gannon, I'm going to be sick to my stomach, um, <laughs> which I hope I won't.
2: But I guess I, I, I would revert back to saying I missed Jim Schwartz before I said I missed Jonathan Gannon. I,
1: we had to see him last year. We had to see him last year, remember? That was nice. Mm-hmm.
2: nice. Yep. He loves us still.
1: Um looking at the, the Patriots defense now, um, they're always gonna have a solid defense just because of Bill Belichick. It's just always gonna be a solid defense. But my my pick for like the biggest question mark, especially because of injuries. It's gonna be Christian Gonzalez. What is he gonna be like? I know I was listening to like I guess draft experts talk about him and they were like that the NFL world was so much higher on him than actual like draft experts were.
2: And uh, I'm curious. What to see podcast if... was you listening to? Because I'm pretty sure I listened to the same one. I think my I think it was Inside the Birds. They said yeah, that Yeah,
1: it was Kaplan, wasn't it? hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. So yeah. We're, wait. Hey, we listen the same. <laughs> way. So, so apparently, apparently, because I wanted, I wanted Christian Gonzalez. I, he was my I pick. Too. Whenever, we, whenever too. we did those PFF mock drafts, I was like, Christian Gonzalez was there, a click. But we got, we got Jalen Carter. So I mean, who cares now, right? Yeah. I mean, whatever. Um. But yeah, I'm just curious to see what he does. Um. Uh, they, they have Jalen Mills. You know, we, we can do this all together. Ready, Bryce? Need it? Thank you.
2: I love uh, Jalen Mills, man. I mean, I I don't ever understand the hate. I mean, it was, I it, it, was, it was a good player for. A while. I understand the hate. I definitely <laughs> understand the hate.
1: because uh, I was I was Jalen Mills' biggest hater. Uh, <laughs> but he did he did some good while he's here, so no hard feelings. He's gone. I don't have to watch him get cooked every every
2: play. He's a much better safety than he is corner. I'll give him that. Yeah,
1: but he, I think he's playing corner this year. So. Oof! That's where he's listed at. So. You know. Yeah. Um and then with the injuries,
2: I think so. He'll probably, probably play corner. Your yeah, Christian actually, Gonzalez. Corner, Go ahead. Your Christian Gonzalez, uh, Gonzalez thing that she was talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So on that inside the birds thing, I that podcast, uh, their best scenario that they listed for him would be. Well, best case scenario for the Patriots would be, put. As bad as this sounds, because it's not a good case scenario in anybody, but put him one-on-one against Smitty and then put a safety over top of A.J., that's a recipe for a disaster for a rookie. I would much rather guard a big physical receiver who's not going to just absolutely cook me on routes than having to guard Devontae Smith one-on-one. Um, it embarrass you. Oh, it's – it he – he embarrasses a lot of people in the league, and for a rookie that that's not a good week one matchup to have one on one.
1: And I feel like I feel like the um, to piggyback off that the you you don't see the embarrassment because the the camera angle on TV. You pull up that all twenty two man, you see you see Devontae just absolutely cook anybody and everybody. Like I said, we mm-hmm. witnessed it firsthand in in Indy whenever he had the the nosebleeds.
2: You, he had like four plays in a row where you ran the exact same route and just broke them off defender.
1: Just broke him off. Didn't have a chance. Was wide open just because of the way he runs routes. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but so if I'm if I'm Bill Belichick, uh I'm playing too high safety at all times. <laughs> uh and I'm not letting either receiver try to cook my DBs.
1: Yeah. And looking at the the defense for the Patriots, I'm not really familiar with hardly any of these people besides Jabril peppers, uh,
2: Matthew Judon, and
1: uh, I guess Jalen Mills.
2: So we got our linebacker Juwan Bentley. Um, he's a he's very athletic, and he had a lot of tackles last year. And um, to kind of piggyback off you saying what you're saying about their defense. Um, so I'm pretty sure Josh you may have checked this for me, but they were top five in sacks last year, but th- their stats don't like accumulate to their sack numbers. It like their pass pass rush win rate on scrambles is is where they got their sacks, a lot of their sacks last year. Quarterback would scramble, and that's how they got a lot of their sacks, uh, which kind of tells you like their ends are really athletic and their linebackers are really athletic. But they didn't have a lot of like in-pocket sacks last year. Um. So, which kind of doesn't play into the hands of us. (laughs) Jalen likes to scramble a lot. Um, So, if I'm Jalen, or if I'm the Eagles, I'm trying to keep Jalen in the pocket and do not let him get outside the tackles. But that takes away a lot from our offensive game. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see, I think. I'm real curious about it.
1: It'll be uh oh Josh you got you got the stats
0: yeah so they had forty one sacks last year I'm not sure where that ranks but I do know they were second in the league in sack percentage.
1: Well I I know I forgot who I was listening to and uh, they're talking about this would be like a big uh, DeAndre Swifts game um, like he he might have a lot of targets um, I don't see that especially with the super athletic linebackers uh, I just I don't see a scenario where that plays out. I think this is going to be the start of a Devonte Smith campaign that will be hard to top.
2: Uh, I feel yeah. like
1: I feel like he he broke out last year. He I mean he was solid his rookie year. I would say he was good his rookie year. Uh, he was very solid last year. I would
2: say he's very he's broke very the, good. He broke the rookie receiving yard record his rookie year didn't
1: he? I tell you what I have his jersey because I love that guy because I watched him I watched his, him catch his first. Uh, Touchdown of his career, and then I watched him break the rookie record because uh, for the Eagles, because he broke Deshaun Jackson's rookie record. Um, Touchdowns. Yeah, he had, and I, they took him out because that was the game we played the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. They flexed us, and we took out everybody while the uh, the Cowboys played. Which um, is also um, Tyree Jackson's first touchdown, I believe. That that game. Um, a former Eagle now, he, he signed with the Giants. For those who don't know. My sweetheart is gone. Um, but, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the, the Eagles offense does. Um, I do think Devontae Smith's going to have a great game.
2: Um, kind of question for your, both of you. Uh, you can both give your opinions on this. Uh, what do you think we're going to see from the offensive play calling uh, with Brian Johnson calling plays and Kevin Petulo? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I
1: think I think we'll become a – not a screen heavy team, but screens will be definitely incorporated more into this offense. And I do think it's because we have a, a better team uh, for that. And I feel like the past years we haven't taken advantage of our, our offense or like our super athletic offensive line. Cause we've all seen Jason Kelsey run 20 yards down the field and block somebody because he just moves. Now we got Cam Durgans who does the same exact thing. So like getting them, getting those guys on the move, and watching them just letting them, you know, open up some holes down the field would be awesome. And I think that's what we're going to do. I don't think there'll be too much change. I feel like, but I'm also not familiar with Brian Johnson. Um, so
0: yeah, also not super familiar with Brian Johnson. Um, like you said, I think we're gonna <clears throat> excuse me. I think we're going to incorporate more screens than we have the last couple seasons. I think that's good. I think um, you know, I think we're just going to try to get our the Baltimore playmakers in space and let them do what they do. Uh, we have so many weapons, just no reason not to keep it simple. And, uh, yeah.
1: So now I got a question for you guys because I thought of it just a second ago and I feel like uh, this is a good question. Are any of you concerned about Cam Jerkins? Um,
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm concerned yet. Uh, but like we've talked about all off season, uh, I think most of us were kind of pushing for Tyler Steen to take that right guard position just based off of his sheer size compared to Cam. Um, I'm not too excited to see an undersized center next to an undersized guard. But that I'm, I'm not going to let that take away from Cam Jergens' play ability because from what we have seen, he can hold his own um and the little snaps that we have seen from like last year's preseason and stuff like that he's very athletic he's a very athletic kid um so i'm i'm not concerned yet until we go up against somebody who has like a monster as, in their D tackles like when we play against Washington with like Daron Payne and Jonathan Allen that's where I could see I could see a little bit of concern there um, but uh I'm excited for cam I'm excited to see what how he plays because what we see from him now will kind of give you an indication on what you could see as a center from him so now nah, I'm not too concerned just yet
0: yeah I think you put it well um, not concerned yet like you said uh it'll be interesting to see how we do against teams you know with some big defensive tackles like the commanders. Um, I am glad to just get him on the field though and get him to, you know, start getting some NFL reps. Uh, I mean, whenever Jason Kelsey does eventually retire, he's got some big shoes to fill and, uh and that there's more to just playing when it comes to filling those shoes, you know, in terms of leadership and just what he brings off the field. And so I think getting Jergens, uh just some more reps, more experience and uh, overall more confidence can help him, you know, helpfully pick up some of those other traits from Jason before he has to uh, hang him up.
2: Yep. yep. Which I also think he's, he was, he was brought in into probably the best position he could be in. Cause you're learning from a future hall of famer.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, not much really else to talk about. I don't think, I know we didn't touch everything, but like I said, this is just a tough episode because we don't know. We we don't know hardly anything Um, when it comes to like this year. Um, cause you know, we, we have two new coordinators, teams change. Um, so we don't know and we're going to, we'll figure it out uh, come Sunday and we'll still have questions going in week two and we probably won't have an easy preview episode until probably like week five and we can finally be like, Hey, this is, this is who we are. This is what we know so far, you know, but right now we don't, we know nothing. We know what we were last year. We know what they were last year. So that's, that's based on, that's basically where we're at. Um, so, uh, I was going to do the uh, the game pick for this specific game, but why not just do the rest of the NFL? Because you know we are the Eagles show, but we do watch the uh, the NFL as a whole, and uh, we kind of want to give. We kind of want to do this. You know, it's it's, it's our show. We want to do it, so we're going to do it. Um, so we'll do game picks for every game, and then finally we'll talk about uh, our picks for the uh, Eagles game. Um, so with that being said, we'll start off with the first game on the list. Uh, Texans versus Ravens. Do now. Do we want to pick against the spread or just straight up?
2: I would just do straight up. Straight. Up. Uh, okay. All right. We, yeah. I mean, you could do. We could do the spread <laughs> because I know this game is. It's set at ten. Yeah. The is line that, set at ten. ten. That that's uh, a tough game to pick.
1: Oh, no, we're, we're going. We're going to do it. Uh, well, you can obviously we'll say straight up who we are going to win, but um, against the spread. Ravens are favored by 10 points, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Ravens to cover. Bryce? I
2: think they win by more than 10.
1: I think the one, Yeah. I think the one by 13.
2: I don't know, bro. <laughs> I mean, just – nah, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I can – yeah, Ravens cover. Just because it's C.J. Stroud's first game, I mean – you got to let him settle in. And that's not an easy opponent to go against your first game in the NFL, but I don't know. It's interesting. I just think 10 is such a big line to set. I mean, it's just such a – 10 points is a lot to cover. All right, yeah.
0: I'm super curious to see how the Bravens do without uh, – with their new offensive coordinator.
2: Oh, um, they got a new one?
0: hmm hmm
2: and, uh, I'm curious to see what that offense goes to well, i mean you can't it, it's about the same way with jalen right i mean you can't really take away from his running ability
1: yeah but lamars is a little bit better of a runner
2: so yeah. that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like you yeah. can't you can't like scheme against it like when i say scheme against it i mean like you're the offensive coordinator you you can't, like, not call, like, quarterback run plays, right.
0: I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> well, Greg Roman, um, he's retired after last year. And uh, the last three quarterbacks he's had that were, were all mobile and he got, <clears throat> got the ball to the Pro Bowl, there was Lamar Jackson, Colin Kaepernick, and Tyrod Taylor. So, uh, he's, like, the mobile quarterback whisperer. Yep, so – Interesting to see. But yeah, I think the Ravens, uh regardless, I think they cover in the first half. I think they smash the Texans this game.
1: Nice. Nice, nice. I feel bad for uh D'Amico Ryan though. I like I like D'Amico. I do too. Yeah. All right. Next up we got the Bengals and the Browns. Bengals favored by uh two points. Um give me the Bengals um to cover that one. Pretty easy.
0: Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, I think they cover easily. I have no faith in Deshaun Watson.
1: Who knows? He might be. He might be MVP this year. I don't think they'll ever give it to him, though. Just throwing it out there. They can't. They can't give it to him, even if he's they undeniable. They can't. I'm like, yeah, dude.
0: much valuable predator?
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's got his post nut clarity, so he may come out swinging it. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> um,
1: next one: uh, Buccaneers and Vikings. Uh, Vikings favored by five points. So. Uh, This was a tough one because I don't know what the Vikings are. Um, And I don't know what the Buccaneers are. But all I can say right now is the Buccaneers are going to be bad. To be determined if the Vikings are bad. Uh, But I'm going to take the Vikings on this one. Um, Give me me a winning by at least a touchdown, I think. Um, But I have no confidence in in that pick. So let
2: me just clarify. We are picking... Are we picking the spread or just like the money in line here? Uh, the the spread wins the game. We're, we're the picking spread. spread. Okay, if we're picking the spread, give me the bucks to cover that five because I have no faith in that Vikings defense whatsoever. That it's, defense is bad, dude. Hold
1: on, hold on. Let me let me change your mind real quick. This is Kirk Cousins in the early game.
0: They just still not against, game, against a bad team. Yeah.
1: You are still not changing my. It's, mind. It's this his
2: is all of stats. This is Kirk Cousins. This is why I might. Start I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the Bucks win, but I don't think they lose by more than five.
1: No, I'm just saying you're you're messing up here because this this is this is Kirk Cousins MVP type, type I stuff. Understand.
2: Right I understand. I understand this Kirk Cousins. I understand. This is all you right. like that Kirk Cousins.
0: Kirk Cousins point to games like this when they say that he's a good quarterback. They're like, look at <laughs> what he did against the Bucks week
1: one. Like, you know, Kirk cir- circles these games too. He's like, yep, yeah, there we go.
2: <laughs> this is where I earned my contract. Like. And then he turns around and plays us next week in primetime football. Yeah, bright on lights Thursday on <laughs> yeah. That'll
0: be fun. Yeah, um, yeah I think, uh, don't I mean, the Vikings, I like their offense, and the Bucks are bad. I think the Vikings are going to just put up a bunch of points, and the Bucks can't put up as many. Uh, be. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be high scoring, but
2: I just know the Vikings' defense is just so bad. They were bad last year, and they did absolutely nothing to improve. So, yeah, but
0: how good is the Bucks' offense? It's like, how much can they even take? I away? Mean, I think we all crash. saw those,
1: uh, those those passes in, the, in training camp. Those were those are rough.
2: I so, get it, but like you, you still got Chris at uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and. Yeah, no, it's pretty much it.
0: <laughs>
2: but who are the who are the Vikings corners, bro? I mean, like a bunch of nobodies. Cameron Dansler, I know he's still there. I think
0: uh, Andrew Booth Jr., the guy from Clemson. Yeah, I don't know.
2: yeah no, but they're both cooking, both of them. All right. but I guess it's all about who's getting the ball to. All <laughs> who's right. getting the ball to? All
1: right, we'll take it. I didn't change your mind. Whatever. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh... This was my favorite one of the week. Titans versus the Saints. Uh, Saints are favored by three. Give me the Titans to uh, win this game outright.
2: Um, yeah, let me go ahead and tell you this, Wyatt. If you're watching this show, dude, the Saints suck, bro. I don't. I'm so tired of listening to every NFL outlet just talk about the Saints as this sleeper team that's gonna win more than eleven games. I get it. They might win more than 11 games, but guess who they play? A bunch of peewee football teams, dude. They played awful teams this year. I understand. And Derek Carr is not Drew Brees. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that right now. I don't care if he's thrown for over 4,000 yards the past – like every year for like the past four years. He sucks, man. He's awful. Let's,
1: uh, let's quickly turn into a Saints hate
2: podcast. Um I, yes, this is a Saints hate podcast. I hate the Saints. All
1: right. Cool. Me too. Uh, Josh, uh, I'm oh, I'm assuming Bryce, you're, take, you're taking the Titans on this one? All right. Uh, Tighten Josh, up, baby. Yeah, all right. Okay. Relax. Uh, Josh. You
2: uh, Keep the train rolling, Josh. Come on, man. I want to, but. Oh, oh boo.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I like the Saints defense. I like. uh like Chris Olave. I have Alvin Kamara on like a three of my fantasy teams. Uh, well, he's not Wait, so he's not playing, right? <laughs> I know, but I just mean like for oh. in general. He's not playing this week, though. But uh I gotta take the Saints. I don't know. I have more faith in them overall than the Titans.
2: What's the line set at again? Three said, right? Three? Yeah, Tennessee covers that. Tennessee wins the game, by the way. I don't know. All
1: right. Uh next up is this <laughs> is a uh money on it. Mean, Uh, Yeah, I'm not either. Next one's a stinker of a matchup. It's the Panthers versus the Falcons. Atlanta's favored by three and a half. Honestly, I could care less about this game. Um, So if I had to pick. Man, the Panthers suck and the Falcons suck. Do they even score three points this
2: game? Yeah. I can see this game being a shootout because both defenses suck.
1: You know what? Just give, give me the Panthers. I just want to take the rookie quarterback and
2: hope he has a good game. I'm trying to think of like the receiving cores, like compared against each other. I'm trying to see which quarterback has better weapons.
1: Oh, like well, Panthers have, the Panthers have the Panthers have DJ Moore. Oh wait, Not anymore? They don't. Oh wait,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they have. Which they have. They got Terrence Marshall, uh, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen. Yeah. Adam Thielen. And then DJ Ch- didn't DJ Chark there? But didn't something happen to him? Didn't he hurt? He's played in for, Detroit,
1: I think. He plays for the Lions.
2: Not no more. If I'm pretty sure he does.
1: No, no. Hold on. Keep on talking. I'll, I'll that's that's he's, he's on my fantasy team, so I can tell you right now. Oh, he's, on, he's in Carolina. He's out. He's in Carolina. Yeah, he's not playing this week.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then the Falcons got, what, Drake London. Uh, that's right. Kyle Pitts
1: at tight <laughs> end.
2: All right, we get it. You have him on your fantasy team, Chase. He's not going to do anything for the third year in a row. <laughs>
0: LaVisca what's Chenault
2: what's... is on uh, the best. I was just on Carolina. Yeah. LaVisca Chenault. I remember
0: um, were rumors we were going to draft him.
2: Yeah, I do remember that. I uh, can't remember what draft class that was. But...
0: The Rager draft.
2: Oof. I was hoping. You would have taken a lot Rager. Just <laughs> throwing
1: out there.
2: Um, yeah. Give me. What's the line again?
1: Sorry, three and a half Atlanta. Three
2: and a half. And a half uh, Atlanta covers that. I think Atlanta wins by a touchdown.
1: I thought Atlanta was favored.
2: Atlanta's favored. So. Oh well, yeah, Atlanta wins by a touchdown.
0: Cool. I think. Uh, I think both teams suck. I don't know why the Falcons are favored by three and a half. So I'm just going to take the Panthers because I think they're both like equally bad. So. All
1: right. Next up, we have the Jaguars versus the, the Jaguars. Versus the uh, the Colts, uh, Jacksonville favored by five. Uh, this doesn't need any explanation. Jack, uh, I'm picking Jacksonville uh, to win and cover the spread. Anybody disagree? Say aye. All right, cool. Moving on. <laughs> uh, for, the 49ers versus the Steelers, uh, San Francisco is only favored by two points. I can definitely see the Steelers winning this game. Um, really? Uh, I, yeah, I mean,
2: at the end of the day, Brock Purdy is the quarterback. So, he's still a question. I think this game might tell. As bad as I hate putting a lot of investments into Week One games, this might get this game might tell a lot about the 49ers offense. Because I don't think the Steelers' defense is no slouch. I think their defense is actually pretty damn good. Not? It's not bad.
0: Who are their corners?
2: Joey Porter Jr. They signed Patrick Peterson. I'm
0: sorry, Patrick Peterson.
2: Um, Cam Sutton's not there no more. Camp Sutton's in Detroit now. Uh, I don't know. They've always had good secondary players. Um, They still got Minka Fitzpatrick. So yeah,
1: Josiah Scott. They got Desmond
2: King, (laughs) Anthony Brown.
0: Uh, You said it's a two point spread. Two
1: point spread. They got Minka at safety.
0: Yeah, I might have to actually bet on this game. They
1: they still, they still got T.J. Watt. So.
2: Kentucky sports is still not legal till the 28th of this month. So I can't place nothing down yet.
1: All right. Um, I'm taking the, uh, I'm taking the
2: Steelers to win
1: and obviously cover. Bryce?
2: I'm going to give me the 49ers. I just, I'm not invested in Kenny Pickett yet. I don't know where this like hype behind him's coming. Uh, I've seen a lot of hype from him uh, this offseason, and I'm not really seeing it yet. But I do have George Pickens on one of my fantasy teams. So, uh, George, if you could do me a favor, catch a couple touchdowns, please, and thank you. All right. All
0: right, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, I got Pickens in a couple leagues also, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think the 49ers definitely win this. Mm-hmm. Can't to I hate to say it, but I just not have any faith in the Steelers this season.
1: All right. Cardinals versus Commanders. Washington's favored by seven points. Um, you will never at any point in this year see me say I have the Cardinals covering whatever spread it is. It could be 56 points. I don't think the Cardinals cover it. That team is, is going to be so bad this year. Um, <laughs> so give me Washington to cover by um, more than seven. Uh,
2: so... um. Chase just kind of noticed this for the past couple of years. I'm low key like a Washington fanboy. Like I I want them to do good. But since they're in the division, it's so bad. But <laughs> I like I like Jahan Dotson and uh Terry McCorn, which he's not playing. But uh yeah, I think Washington beats this team by 20. Minimum 20.
1: All right, that's <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that, but <laughs> they're like the little brother of the of the division. I hate every other team in the division besides them. I'm not gonna say I like them, I just hate them the least. I'll say that. That's fair. I they got a lot of Bama the, players on their team. So they do.
0: Yeah, I definitely hate them the least of the NFC East teams, but uh growing up just outside DC and being around Washington fans most of my life, uh I do not hope they have any success? <laughs> so, um, but I think they will have success this weekend, and I think they cover
1: handily. All right. Uh, Raiders Broncos Denver's favored by three and a half. This one's a toss up. Uh, I don't know. Um, I take the Broncos here. The cover. Not confident about it because the Broncos could be bad, just like last year. And uh, you know, we'll see That's what happens. So oh, give me the Broncos.
2: Sorry, Kendall. Give me the Broncos, buddy.
0: Yep. You said Broncos by three and a half. Yep. Uh, I like Jimmy G. Give me the Raiders. Mm. All
2: right, we'll see. It's a handsome guy. On. He might. He uh, might.
1: No. Uh, Dolphins uh, against the Chargers. Chargers favored by three points. Uh, this one's a tough one because it can go either way.
0: Um, it's too contested <clears> yet. Not yet. <laughs> There's so
1: a, there's a solid chance. Uh, yeah, second second quarter. i Am not doing it? Uh,
2: but, uh, <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> I, I already
1: did on another show. The other show Um Give me. Oh boy. Give me the Dolphins to, to, to actually win this game. Um, don't feel confident, but we're gonna go with it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Dolphins. But I will say, uh, what's the over and under set at this game? Is it Uh, like 52-something?
1: Let me me check this out real quick. Uh, 51.
2: 51. Uh, I would absolutely – I'd bet the over on this game. I think this game is an absolute shootout. Like, these are the two teams that put up a lot of points.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I like the Chargers a lot this year. I think uh, Justin Herbert's going to have a really good season. But I do think the Dolphins are gonna win this one. I think um, yeah, until Tua gets hurt. I I really like the Dolphins
1: team. All right. Next one. America's game of the week. Not really. Uh Packers versus the Bears. Chicago is favored by one and a half points. Man, what a time to be alive. Chicago is favored over Green Bay. Give me the Bears to win by twenty one points. The Justin Fields MVP campaign has just now begun. Can you stop, dude? All right. All, right. All right. Give me the Bears to cover, though. Not by 21.
2: Give me the Packers. Oh, boy. Take the Packers to cover, and I'm actually going to take Packers money line. But, I think hold they on. win this game.
1: All right, let me Let me change your mind. Who is Jordan Love going to throw to?
2: Christian, Christian Watson. Watson. He's out. He's out? Yeah. He's well, hurt. Give me Romeo Dobbs. He's skating. hurt too. Are you serious? Yeah. Since yeah, he,
1: when? Today. He, yeah, since today. He's not. Uh, Romeo Dobbs isn't out yet, but he's he was on the injury report. I think he's questionable. Fuck,
2: Dude, bear down. We'll <laughs> <laughs> right, move on. Yeah. I mean, if think- them two. I think. I think if them two play, <laughs> Packers win this game.
1: Uh, uh, Christian Watson's definitely out though.
2: Yeah, I think. Uh,
0: I mean, the Bears have Justin Fields, who you know is a more athletic Jalen Hurts with a better arm. So, um, I forget sure who said that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> like, can you not pick <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, Love it. Love this. Uh, love this pod. Where it's going? Um, Rams and Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks favored by. Five. Uh, give me Seattle, the cover. I think the Rams are uh, dog crap. Uh, so, Give me the Seahawks.
2: Give me the Seahawks.
1: Yeah. Cool. Seahawks. All right. Sunday Night Football. Cowboys Giants. Dallas fair by three and a half. Give me the Cowboys. Uh, I love these
2: fucking teams so much. Dude. Yeah, me
1: too, funny. but I hate the Giants so much, and Partly due to our friend White, who loves Brian Dayball, and he picked the Giants to win the division, makes me sick to my stomach. So I, yeah, I hate him. Um, so give me the Cowboys. I had to cover this one. I, I think, I think this is a this is a game where we're like, okay, the Giants suck again.
2: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Give me the Cowboys, and I think this is also the game where America's like, oh my God, Dallas is back again. Dallas is going to win the division, blah, 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 yep. this, this and this. They're going to jump back 20 spots on power rankings or whatever. And, uh, yeah, go ahead and give me Dallas, I guess. Even though I hate that team so fucking much, it's not even funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, can't stand either team, but the Dallas is less terrible this season.
1: Give us the tie.
0: I don't think they're terrible, but uh, I'd like a tie.
1: That would be nice. Um, Last but not least on every game but the Eagles, we have the Bills versus the Jets. Buffalo is favored um, by two and a half points. Uh, Give me the Bills. I think the Jets are going to be bad this year. That's my explanation.
2: Really? Yep. So, I said last year, uh, I'm pretty sure Kendall said this on the other show too, Chase, but – Give me, give me the bills. But I don't think the Jets are going to be bad this year. I, I said last year that they were just like a quarterback away, and you have a Hall of Famer at quarterback now. Um,
1: he's cooked. I
2: don't think he's cooked. He's cooked. I, don't th- I don't think he's cooked, but he's definitely regressed from what he has been. He's but cooked. he's not. He's not cooked.
1: <laughs> he is fried, though. He probably is. He's, he's on yeah. something.
2: <laughs> that, bring, that brings up that. You remember that Monday night or I think it was a Sunday night game, he got hurt against like the Bears or something, went into the locker room and came back out, and he was did like the post-game interview, and you could just see in his eyes that he was not on this planet, dude. Like I he was so zooted, bro. Like he said like one word answers and was just like staring off in the space. I don't
1: I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna have to look that up.
2: I'm gonna have to send it to you. It's hilarious, man. But yeah, I think the Jets. Bold prediction, Jets come in second in that division this year, and they get beat out by the Bills by, like, one game.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I think the Jets are going to have a pretty good year, uh, especially good for the Jets. Uh, also think they're going to be second in the division. Rodgers might – I mean, he's obviously regressed. If there's any game that he's going to have a good game this year, though, it's going to be after, like, a full off season of, like, not playing every week. So I think I actually have the Jets this week. Uh, I think this might be the best game Rodgers has all year just because he's, he's not going through the daily grind of the regular season yet. Um, if this game was in December, give me the Bills all day. But since it's early on, I have uh, faith in Rodgers, and I think he's going to be pumped for his Jets debut.
1: Right. Last but not least, we're not picking against the spread. Um, we're going to pick straight up because that's all we really care about here and. In- Eagleland the Eagles travel to Foxborough, Massachusetts to Gillette Stadium to face the Patriots on Tom Brady day. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there so there's obviously a possibility that we lose every game or like not every game we lose but like you know there's a chance we can lose any game, right? So uh I don't think this is one of those games where we have like a super high chance of losing. I feel like on paper we are the far superior team. I do think Bill Belichick does make it difficult at times, especially for the new uh, coordinators coming in. Um, I think this game will fall on them and how they game plan uh, for this game. Uh, I think Nick Seriano will have everybody ready to play. Um, I think Jalen will come out swinging like he has the past two years on week one. So give me the Eagles. If I had to, if I had to pick a score, it would be like somewhere like 31,
2: 20, 23. Yep. Um, so for me, uh, this game basically relies on if Ramondre Stevenson uh, is playing or not. Um, so initially, earlier in the week when he was not on or in question – if he was playing this game or not. Um, I actually had this game being a closer game than what people think it's going to be. But now that since he's out, uh, I think the Eagles win by a marginal score. Um, Give me 31-17, Eagles.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I was going to say 31-17. I'll cut it down the middle. I'll say 31-20.
1: Not bad. So, there you have it. I think the Eagles are going to win, so you at home, have no fear. We are going to go for 100% this year, and uh, that starts Sunday. Um, With that being said, next episode we are going to record after the game on Sunday. That way the game is still fresh in our minds, and uh, we can give you our overreactions, any type of reaction we have, Let's hear a couple of bold predictions. Bold prediction. Bold prediction number one: Kenneth Gainwell is the leading rusher for the team. Uh, bold prediction number two: It's not really bold because I just said it like forty minutes ago. Devonta Smith is going to have most yards in this game, and he will have it. He will have most the most yards this season when it comes to the Eagles. Um, and then number three is Jalen Carter will get two sacks.
2: That was one of my bold predictions. So, bold prediction number one, crazy one. Um, Albert Okwunegbenom plays about 20 snaps, and he gets a touchdown. Um, Bold prediction number two, DeAndre Swift goes for over 100 all-purpose yards. Uh, Bold prediction number three, Milton Williams, two sacks.
1: All right. Josh, you got any bold predictions?
2: Let's see.
0: Bold prediction number one. Quez Watkins gets 100 receiving yards on a touchdown.
2: Oh, bang. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: bold prediction number two. Nolan Smith gets a sack. I like it. And bold prediction number three. Sydney Brown takes somebody's head off. Like I think he knocked somebody's helmet off during the game.
2: Damn! Hell yeah! That's way to get a fan base fired up. Oh, yeah. that, that pumped me up. I'd cry. <coughs> I'd cry.
1: Um, but yeah, that's our show. We'll be we'll be back at some point Sunday. It'll probably be uploaded on Monday. But, um, but yeah, that's the show. Um, hopefully it's a good it's a good Sunday, and uh, we can move on. You know, we haven't won a game in quite some time. Wait, did we win the last preseason game? I can't remember. Nope. Nope. Oh yeah, we haven't won, we haven't won a game since January. So yep. uh, it's been a minute since we've uh, had a victory Monday, and uh, hopefully we have win this Monday. Um, so yes, that sir. being that being said, you can follow the show on all socials at the link lineup, and uh, thank you for watching. If you're listening on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, whatever other podcast stuff there is out there. Leave us a nice little rating and maybe say some kind words in a review. Uh, Tell the world that we're your favorite Eagles podcast, even though you might be lying, Um, just so somebody else listens to us. Um, On YouTube, how's it going? You've seen our faces the whole time. Like, comment, subscribe. You know what to do. Uh, But until next time, as always, go Birds.
2: Go Birds.